You got your coffee? I got my coffee. You got yours? I'm just trying to get it. Oh. Without dropping it. Without dropping it. Please, don't drop it. In my cup. And don't drop your brand spanking new happy birthday cup. I am so obsessed with it. You guys, I'm going to have to put up a picture, but my mother got me a um, beautiful pink coffee cup that says, that has Terror of the Tasman on it. And then she has to follow it up with my benevolence humbility. It tells and, me I'm pretty. Yeah, but it's the glorious terror of the Tasman, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. It is. It says glorious. I thought I did. I thought I got glorious in there. Because I will be the... Because, I mean, how can you be a terrorist if you're not glorious? If I'm not glorious. <laughs> we need seriously. to really define what type of terror I am. You're a glorious terror. Yeah. Yes. Pretty glorious terror. <laughs> Pretty benevolent, humble terror, so glorious humble. terror. Yeah, that's so fucking humble. You are, that's you. You're humbility. We're just gonna incarnate. Open every episode with a tribute to your with, humility. <laughs> with a mandatory reminder to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh yeah. What no, are, no. What, what are those mornings? Has it been? Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it really has been. We're a day late. And a dollar short. And a dollar short. <laughs> Funny enough, I was just trying to talk about Patreon with you. <laughs> yes, and and, we, and trust me, we're dollar short. We are a dollar short. Several thousand, hundred million, gazillion <laughs> dollars short, actually. We're in the wrong industry. <laughs> oh, no kidding, brother. Yeah. Yeah, not even the lotto gods can save us now. <laughs> I know. It's I know. sad. <laughs> oh, dear. I know. And also, news, it's... I'm saying it's still my birthday week because my birthday was on a Sunday. Yeah, and so it still counts. That's the start of the week, so it's my birthday week, bitches. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were going to keep going. You no, know, I'm done I was now. waiting. No. I'm, I'm finished now. No. Damn it. I'm over it, but man. I'm super spoiled, and I'm starved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Next up is your birthday. Yep. Yeah, boy. Oh, yay. I'm going to... I can't get John Cleese to call you. Uh, Turns out he's not available anymore. <laughs> I told you when I tried it, he was he's, not... He's still on the thing, but there's no option to book him. No, you can't book him. I know. That was the... That's why I was so shocked when you said that he was on there, because when I looked, I knew that he had his face on there. Yeah. But then when you go to it, you can't book him. And it's like, well, then what the hell's the point? Why are you on here, Johnny? I mean, I love looking at you and all, but really? yeah, no. Oh, I, I love John Cleese. I love John Cleese, but I don't necessarily think he's pretty to look at. Well, he is when you understand. I mean, he's not ugly, but he's also not like, like I wouldn't put a poster of him up on my wall. Okay, I won't even tell you that I had a Monty Python poster, so never mind. Just let it go. Elsa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking uh, about today? Mama? Oh, we're talking. Uh, oh, that's going to fit in with my. Oh, no. <laughs> Just realized. Okay, great. When you're talking about culinary, <laughs> spooky culinary choices or creepy culinary choices, depending upon how you want to look at my notes, bad food choices. <laughs> But it's not even food, mine. It's just... Okay. I, I somehow find this very disturbing. 
Would you want to go first, or would you like me? Oh to? no, no. I'm. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way because this is. This, this sounds very disturbing to me. So mine came from. I saw this like uh, meme in the Real Life Ghost Stories group about people um, just discovering that that people used to eat crushed up mummies in Europe for like hundreds of years, and it it's what made me start thinking about this because it fits in with our like. It's Halloween. It, What's it's, the monthly version of a fortnight? I uh, I don't know. It's our Halloween two months. It's <laughs> it's the holidays. It's the holidays, and so I just thought, well, we've done ghost. Why not do weird food? <laughs> Mummies. Mummies. Are we doing werewolves and and <gasps> vampires and? Yes. Okay, I think you've just scheduled next week for us. Oh, goody. Well, you know me. I'm a scheduler. Excellent. I'm a really? scheduler. Are you? <laughs> well, you used to be. You used to be. Um, so, I am talking about the... I don't know that I would call it a trend. Of... <laughs> Look, I don't, it's not really a trend. Hashtag mummy eating. <laughs> Mamiya, it's called. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So, anyway... Starting in the 12th century and peaking in popularity in the 16th and 17th century. So this went on for like a long ass time. Uh, the practice of medicinal cannibalism was common through Europe. <laughs> oh, oh. Yep. Oh, those good old doctor cannibals. Corpse medicine. Uh. Since the start of Egyptian exploration by Europeans, which were the worst, um, they were completely obsessed with mummies and the idea and mystique of mummies, the, the draw was super there, which led to plenty of super problematic practices. And yeah. we'll be talking about that. About each and every one, I'm sure. No, no, not each and every one because I could go on and on and on. Oh Lord. Okay. And, oh, I dropped it. And on some more, not my coffee, don't worry, okay. it's fine. Um, my headphones. Oh, Okay. Wow. It's also fine. Okay. Good. I just don't know if I'm near the microphone now. Yeah. Um, so, so-called explorers, big inverted commas, such as the English merchant John Sanderson, mm -hmm. began stealing and smuggling mummies, either whole or in pieces, <sighs> out of the country. Uh, a practice of theft that Egypt had to endure for far too long. It, I mean, it still happens, like... If you get caught trying to smuggle antiquities out of Egypt, like there are some severe penalties. Well, not just Egypt. I mean, Jesus, that's yeah. A lot of the Middle East, but like, yeah, but Egypt also especially has been well. South America gets yeah, and Central America gets nabbed. I mean, it, they it's terrible. I mean, the 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 smuggling that uh, it's a whole nother version of crime that I just want to smack people for. So. I like frequently find myself wanting to smack people. Yes. Probably just because they're people. <laughs> okay. It's way too people out there. Yeah, I'm with you, sister. Yeah, with you. You've made me lose my place. Where am I? Uh, you're in so Egypt. So much so that they are still struggling to recover stolen artifacts. Looking at you, British Museum, <laughs> who refuses to give back the Rosetta Stone or yeah. um, so many other things. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just full of stolen artifacts. But they can take care of it better. Uh, pretty yeah. sure that the museum in Cairo is just saying. really well-resourced. Just saying. You know, 
They, they know best. You know that. Of course they know best because they have less melanin. Yeah, they, they know best. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, back to John Sanderson. So he bragged about stealing over 600 pounds of mummies <clears throat> from Egyptian tombs. That's like a lot of mummy bits. I, he wasn't even talking like individual people. He's just talking pounds of mummies. He's like, I just brought six hundred back. It's so what he did? I mean, just took an arm off one, leg yeah, off yeah, of another. Much. He, like he talked about it. He just broke bits off. He just scavenged them and, and took the. Uh -huh. Oh, that's nice. Absolutely no regard for the fact that this was a human. <sighs> it wasn't uncommon for people to hold unwrapping parties for their ill-gotten cadavers, like a macabre gender reveal party. I was just thinking. Where these people would publicly unwrap the mummy and they'd be like, it's a boy! God! <laughs> oh. Uh, frequently, the parts of a mummy were also kept in like, um, cabinets of curiosity as oh, like yeah. okay. little creepy trophies. Yeah. That when the gents went into their drawing room to have their cigars have and your cigars. and your brandy, you you would show off all of your little mm. bits of mummy, your curiosities. Uh huh. But this was around the same time that people would bring back, um, like sewn together bits of different animals and be like, "It's a mermaid." <laughs> Ta -da! Ta -da! Who knew? <laughs> yeah. However, the most common use of the long deceased was far more practical than curio cabinets. Uh -huh. uh, it was the widespread and still somewhat debated belief that mummies were preserved using bitumen, particularly from the Dead Sea, that caused medicinal cannibalism to start in this way. Okay. So, now I've gotten this info from a fairly dry sciencehistory.org article. Mm -hmm. So just, like, bear with me for a sec. Well, I get through my super dumbed down and probably inaccurate oh, interpretation of their can. really informative article. Like they they went deep into why it was yeah, important and what it did. Okay, I do not. Good. Um, Thank so you. bitumen is a naturally occurring thing, mineral substance. Um, its use is documented since way back, including being listed as an ingredient, material, not an ingredient, mm -hmm. in the Tower of Babel. Am I saying that right? Babel. I never read that book. Babel. Babel. <laughs> um, it's been used medicinally to help set and stabilize broken bones huh? or as a poultice. Okay. Um, apparently it was also like spread around trees to stop root rot. That sounds it's like, multi-purpose. It sounds like lye. <laughs> or lime. I'm sorry, lime. That's like, what it was. Well, lye dissolved. Yeah, no, it, lime, lime. Really confused yeah, right no, now. Yeah. Um, basically, it's a cure-all due to its natural antimicrobial and biocidal properties. Okay. The Yeah, big words. Ooh, big words. It's 1030. What is wrong with you? So much. <laughs> the importance of Dead Sea bitumen comes from the inclusion of sulfur found in the Dead Sea. I'll bet it smelled pretty too. Which adds to the biocidal properties. So I had to Google what biocidal meant. I could figure it out from the word. Like right. it's 
pretty explanatory, self-explanatory, but I didn't want to be wrong about it because I'm wrong about a lot of other things. Don't tell my husband that. (laughs) Um, But biocidal substances are any substance, chemical, or microorganism that is intended to render harmless or cancel out a harmful organism. So spread that shit all over your ex or your shitty boss or uh-huh i'll have more coffee thank you very okay. much while you're pouring well but um sorry go on okay so it's it, you use it to get rid of of like parasites i guess um i don't know i didn't mm. I, I didn't see. All right, fair enough. I just, um, I, I just wonder. I'm just trying to think how, what it's so much as it is like for, um, well, maybe like anything harmful, apparently like an infection like of antibacterial of, type of, so problems. it's like Neosporin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For your corpse. Neosporin. Or your building a, or your tree or your broken femur. Well, I Which mean, you're going to die from anyway because it's the 1200s. I was going to say, really? You're, this is what you're worried about? Hmm. <laughs> okay. Rub some Neosporin on it. You'll be fine. It's, Robita- it's the Robitussin of, <laughs> of the 11th century. Oh, my God. Put some Robitussin on it. You'll be fine. Here, drink some Robitussin. You are It'll a be 60s fine. kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big salve, ma'am. Cured everything. Europeans were introduced to bitumen during the Crusades. Huh. Again. No surprise there. <laughs> and apparently it was effective because the popularity of it spread all through Europe as a cure-all. The Persians called bitumen mamia from mum, which means wax. And I'm taking that super personally. Mummy needs a wax? <laughs> I mean, really? Mummy's getting that shit lasered off, so there's no wax. In That's it, just, yuck. Okay. Um, and also, I'm just going to start calling you Wax from here on out. <laughs> just Waxy. Yeah. Instead of Mum. Just, oh, hey, Wax. Hey, Waxy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Mamiya referred specifically to medicinal bitumen. Okay. Um, this is also where the term mummy came from, hmm. supposedly. Um, as the black coating on the mummies looked like, and again, there's debate about whether it actually was bitumen. Um, apparently, some of the Egyptian nobility was not mummified using bitumen, but the like lower classes were, which is ironic because when Europeans started pilfering tombs, they wanted the nobility to eat as their medicine. Yeah. Okay. That makes okay. well, but. Nobody ever said they were the sharpest tools in the shed, did they? No. Okay. Hmm. Uh, So as use of bitumen grew and supplies grew scarce, that little coincidence became more alluring. That instead of the wrapping being called mummy and the the substance, that the whole thing was called a mummy. Uh So the belief grew over time. Um from what started as ingesting the outer resin for its bitumen, then turned into the way more morbid practice of just using the whole body. Oh! With the belief being that like cures like. So you have a headache, put some powdered skull in your drink, 
you've got arthritis, <clears throat> eat a thumb. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> eat two thumbs and call me in the morning. <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, oh. There was also <coughs> an appetite growing for um, fresher specimens as the practice grew and became more about the flesh and less about the bitumen and biocides. Mm. <laughs> um, there was a trend to support local. Oh no. <laughs> Which brings us back to your early case about the gibbeted guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his bones being Pink, used yeah. as an arthritis cure. Yeah, the rheumatist cure, yeah. Yeah, so apparently people would line up for fresh blood from executions. Like, line up with cups to get the blood that was draining off of the recently executed. Wow, that's one weird Eucharist. To wow. take home and just Whoa. Drink it. When they say I'm the body and blood, they literally meant it. <laughs> I... There is, one of the reasons that this was so accepted was blamed on Catholicism and the idea of transubstantiation. Transubstantiation, yes. Oh, jinx. (laughs) Big word as well. Way too much Catholic school. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even do Catholic school. I just know that. Oh, wow. Um, Oh. Yeah, so that, that was one of the reasons that this was sort of thought to have become accepted. Oh, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to feel better about my guys now. I, I'm, I really am. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a strong demand for corpses. And according to leading physicians of the day, such as Oswald Kroll, a German physician, these freshies needed to have died fairly violently. Oh, God. He also had very specific criteria for who could be used. Oh, God. You, do I even... do? Okay, go ahead. First off, we're safe because it must be a man. Oh. Sorry. Okay, good for that. Dad's safe because this man must be about 24 years old. Okay, we're good there. Um, he also needs to have red hair. <laughs> it's the gingers, I told you. <laughs> the, the, the guy that ran off with the, the, the red-haired woman? I don't... Remember? Was that like only like a week ago? That was like two weeks ago. It was uh, Daria's lover that she wanted to marry, and he ran oh, off with right. the redhead. Yes, yes. It, it's the gingers that'll get you every time. You're going to get a lot of angry emails, and I would like them all addressed to Joyce. Waxy. <laughs> to Wax. To Waxy. <laughs> Address all of your rage at Wax over here. I can say that because my hair has enough red in it. To... Your hair has no more red in well, it Well, not anymore. now. Yes, that's true. But it used to. <laughs> sure, 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 oh, sure, sure. Oh, God. Um, anyway, on to the criteria. Number yes. four. He needs to have clear skin. So I guess he needed to be hot. Well, or at least not be eaten up by the pox. Yeah, I think that's more what they were getting at, but my interpretation was... Yours is way better. Find yourself a ginger hottie. Prince Harry? He's he's too old now, and also he's losing his hair, so that allure is gone. Oh, uh, that's sad. Um, Oh, number five. He must have been either hung, broken on the wheel, or impaled. And then left in the open air for one, season. for one day and one night. <laughs> East to season. Like a sun-dried tomato person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to wait till you're done. I'm getting way too many 
<laughs> terrible visuals. Uh -huh. Oh, God. <laughs> You're just going to have a drink of coffee while you gather yourself? Oh, my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> remains were then chopped into teeny tiny pieces, <laughs> covered with the powder and aloes, soaked with wine, as all the best things are, <laughs> and finally dried. This was also legitimized by England's... This is potentially my favorite piece of legislature I've ever read the name of without knowing anything else about it except this. So, let me go back. This was legitimized as well by England's Murder Act of 1752, which allowed for the bodies of criminals to be used for medical research, with many then finding their way to apothecaries to be turned into medicine. <laughs> so they were just, you know, economy. <laughs> Circular economy. Um, there were many, many forms of, or fans of this form of medicine. Um, it spanned all levels of society. From like, <laughs> Was this the original national health care? <laughs> the NHS in its early... NHS number is... How many six, fingers six, have six. you got left? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone from like the poorest of the poor to like um the clergy to nobility was I'm pretty sure all King into Charles this. This is a... what I'm about to say. Oh, sorry. God. Great minds, dude. <laughs> Literally my next line is King Charles II yeah. of England had a bespoke blend. How fucking bougie. Yes. And he's the king, so he can be, I yes, guess. Yes, exactly. Um, he had a bespoke blend made with a human skull that was called King's Drops mm -hmm. to be used for epilepsy, general convulsions, <laughs> or headaches. He ironically died of apoplexy, mm -hmm. apparently, though his last day saw him suffering from any number of ailments that could have killed the only 54-year-old monarch. Mm -hmm. And there is debate about what actually did him in, in the end. It could be that his doctors bled him out for six days straight. He was too old to be king. I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, it's just the way it is. You hit 50 and, and I'm just saying, you have... You're so old, you oh have my just, God. Exactly. You are surplus to requirement at 50. It's just, just no. You just, you can't keep in touch with your young viewers and, you know, you just need to. <laughs> Literally nobody else in the kingdom is as old as you are, Charlie. So, seriously, Charles? Uh, sorry. You look like you're feeling ill. <laughs> Here, let me um, put some leeches on Scooter, you. Scooter, go get some leeches. <laughs> and that, that, that powder yeah get the powder get yeah. the powder bring me a powder <laughs> anyway king francis the first of france was another well-known user of corpse medicine being known to carry a mamia and rhubarb mixture with him <coughs> at all times like a gross instant cake mix i was just thinking of rhubarb cake yeah like betty mccob <laughs> McCrocker. I'm trying to make that work together. McCrocker. McCrocker? No. McCobcra. McCobcra. Okay. We're going to go with that. Yeah, well, I like that. Um, <laughs> the practice did, of course, inspire its own special brand of counterfeits. <laughs> Camel meat, which had been cut into strips and dried, was known to be sold as mamia. 
Um, some recently executed criminals were also used, um, but sold as Egyptian instead of your free-range GMO locally grown. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, finally, mummies were also used in other ways. Uh-oh. Um, your lies just lit up. I don't like this. As pigment for paint. Oh my god. This is this is like one of the grossest things I've ever read. Um so they were kind of like ground up and added to paint in a pigment that was called mummy brown. It was so gross. Fucking is that like people. Cream? It was Dubai <laughs> Green. For anybody that doesn't know why we're cracking up, it's because there's this super specific shade of green that my father-in-law went through a period of time painting everything, and we're slowly painting over it. (laughs) But we call it duvet green. Made from real duvets. Made from real duvets. Ground up. No. No. Oh, no. No, we can't do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, Mummy Brown was known for its rich color, good transparency, and super grossly, its ability to mimic flesh tones. God, I'm glad you brought extra coffee. Told you. See, now we're needing it. Yeah. Um, popularity of the color waned once it became common knowledge what it was made of. <laughs> With one artist, Edward Byrne Jones, reportedly throwing his tube of mummy brown on a fire upon learning of its ingredients list. Which, fair enough, right? Oh my god. Um, The color was available as late as the 1930s. With mummy bits in it. God, I wonder how much is hanging in the National Gallery that has so mummy. much. I would love so for some. So it's hard to find. Oh. I did look. I, I tried to find. Mm. Um, it's hard to find specifically which works included Mummy Brown. Mm-hmm. But the most well-known probably usage of it is in Martin Drawling's 1815 work. Um I'm not going to try to say this in French because I will b- Just butcher don't. it, yeah. but in English it's interior of a kitchen, which is super interesting because reportedly <laughs> the composition of his particular batch of paint differed from your stock standard mummy brown. Oh, did he get the generic? No, 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 no. He classed it up. His recipe used the remains of French kings, <laughs> which had been exhumed from... Saint Denis, 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 in Paris. Oh my God! Um, (laughs) I looked at pictures of this painting, and one of the characteristics of Mummy Brown is that it would crack Mm -hmm. quite easily. It was frequently used as like a glossy type of color, but Mm. it cracked in each of the faces in this picture. Oh, like cracked, and I'm like, oh, so creepy. How many haunted paintings are there? Oh my. God. Um, the last documented instance of Mamiya being offered as commercial medicine was, do you want to guess? 1952. Oh, do you, do you know, I asked James the same thing last uh-huh. night, and he said the 50s as well. You're both wrong. It was 1924. 
Oh. Which is way too recent to be using yeah, people just, bones as medicine. I just figured people being as creepy as they are that it would have gone on all the way through to the 50s. Well, it was done in 1924 <coughs> by Excuse Merck me. and Co. Who, if they sound familiar, are now just Merck and are the producers of many of our medicines, including the first MMR vaccine, which was only 40 years later. They went from using ground-up people to vaccinating for MMR in the space of 40 years. I wonder how many of us are walking around with a wee little bit of King Charles in us or King Francis in us. Who knows? That's creepy. You would have been one of the first generations inoculated against that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still have my (laughs) small... Now for my secret ingredient. Yes, the smallpox vaccine. I'm just like, okay, yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, goody. That's not good to know. So finally, this is this is me wrapping up now. Okay. Finally, um, I'll leave you with a quote from Leonardo da Vinci mm. about the practice of medicinal cannibalism. <laughs> um, this is his quote: "We preserve our life with the death of others. In a dead thing, insensate life remains, which, when it is reunited with the stomach of the living, regains sensitive and intellectual life." So Leo was a fan. It would seem so. Seem so. <laughs> I wonder if old Mona Lisa might have had a little bit of mummification. Her, her flesh thing. tones are very realistic. They are very realistic. Are to they cra- just speculate wildly? They're not cracked though. Oh, she doesn't have. But a cra- she is in the Louvre where they have got yeah, some pretty true. intense restoration processes. I wonder what kind of facial cream you would use for that. <laughs> Some, like, real good collagen, <laughs> anti-aging. Oh, that just made me think. My collagen powder, it's essentially quite similar to that, except it's made out of not people. We hope. As far as I'm aware. Did, you might want to check and see the manufacturer. <laughs> Merck. Quick, go check the powder. Get the know. powder. Mine is locally made. <laughs> And we don't go about executing our criminals. So. Well, okay, you should be safe then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. God, that's terrible. Anyway, depress me with your people. Oh, oh, God. Well, my. my, (laughs) I think I'm going with the second title I gave this The Clan of the Cave Cannibals. (laughs) (laughs) You need to say both titles, like a Rocky and Bullwinkle picture. It could either be the rise of the Beanie Babies, <laughs> or the Clan of the Cave Cannibals. <laughs> Just to oh my God, pick a title and go with it. Clan of the Cave Cannibals. Oh. I had so many Beanie Babies growing <laughs> up because too old for them. But I was one of those nerds that was like, "It's an investment. They're worth so much money. I'm going to sell these and pay for my college." No, I wasn't. <laughs> they were going to sit in your attic once I moved out yes. until I gave them away to the kid next door, only to realize that some of those were worth bank. Yes, I know. Like the Beauty and the Beast VHS that I threw away from your house when mm-hmm. we were there. Yeah. Only to find out, actually. Yeah, should have kept sold that. that shit on eBay. Yes, you should have. And yet it. Okay, so this is the story of the, of, of the Sawney Beans. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so this m- may be a true story, or it may just be anti-Scott propaganda. 
that might have been used as the inspiration for the movie The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, gross. Oh, I can't watch that movie at all. Okay, I don't know anything I'm not about it. I'm not good at scary movies, and I know that I just said to you that if we ever set up a Patreon, I'm going to make you watch whatever movie this is inspired yeah, no. by, but... No, I mean, based upon <laughs> content, I'm going to go with I would not make it through the, the opening titles of this thing, much less. No, oh. but I will make you watch The Shining. Yeah, no, probably not. If we ever set up a Patreon. So, Alexander Sawney Bean was born in the late 1500s, we assume. The, you have to remember, this is a could it be story. Yeah, so yeah, we're yeah. Just, this is like a potentially not real. But potentially, but potentially could. potentially is. Exactly. Is there any evidence to support this? Well, it's debated. There there are some, uh, I think at Newgate, uh, they, uh, the Newgate Journal, I think it was called, kept lists of executions and, you know, criminals and the like. And supposedly the beans turn up in that list. Okay. Um, but, you know. So do you think it could be a case of maybe they did something, but it probably wasn't exactly this? Oh, I don't know. They probably did this. <laughs> Excellent. Go on. Tell but me I'm everything. Just, but I'm just not sure. If I want, I, I don't want to believe it. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, he was born somewhere near Edinburgh. Uh, now, some information claims that he was a tanner by trade, or perhaps perhaps a ditch digger. Both of these, I assume, will come in handy. That's exactly what I have written down. Both <laughs> skills will come in handy later in this story. Telling you, great minds. Oh, um, God. Uh, but I saw a thing that was like an increasingly dark sense of humor could be a sign of dementia. And I was like, oh, shit, should we be worried? No, nah, it's not. <laughs> no. Nah. What's your name again? <laughs> uh, okay, but the only thing that all accounts agree upon is that Sonny was basically lazy. And he did not enjoy the manual labor. Well, he probably or, wouldn't be a good ditch digger then. Or any form of hard graft. Yeah, no, he, he that's basically he gave up the ditch digging because it required, well, sweat and effort, and that wasn't happening. Yeah. So he meets and marries Agnes Douglas, who already has a reputation in her village, <coughs> excuse me, as a witch who, t who partook in human sacrifices. Because and, she was a Douglas. Yeah, probably, and, and demon summoning. And demon summoning. Oh, yeah, and apparently was also not a fan of the working. So, <laughs> yeah. So, basically, these two Excellent. are run out of town on a rail, and they begin to travel across Scotland looking for a place to call home. <laughs> so, in order I to... just want to settle down. <coughs> raise set, a family. Set down roots. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so they travel across Scotland looking for a place to call home, and in order to support themselves, <laughs> they begin ambushing and robbing people. Cool. However, there's a snag in that plan. Oh. When they realize that they couldn't really spend the loot locally without giving away how they got it. I mean, you, you couldn't just pop down to the local sh butcher shop and pay for sausages with Widow McDonald's brooch or something. You know, I mean, somebody's going to recognize that and go, how did you get Widow McDonald's bro brooch? She's been gone for six weeks. She had no family. She, uh, yeah. she gave it to me before she went on a long yeah. journey. Except you're strangers in town. You know, just, there, that, there was a flaw in their plan. How about you just mind your own fucking business and give mm. me my sausages? Yeah, that wouldn't have been the right answer either. <laughs> no. <I'm, okay. laughs> no. I'm so, not good at this game. <laughs> so I told you that Sonny's skill would, would come in handy. 
a food source was born. Oh, God, no. High protein with the added benefit of loot. So Agnes and Sonny begin disposing of their robbery victims efficiently. Oh, God. Okay, so finally our two culinary adventurers settled in. <laughs> what was that show that you used to watch when I was a kid? The, um, the Frugal uh, Gourmet? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, th- yeah, this, this is definitely frugality and gourmet, apparently. Uh, so gourmet. Yes. So, so they settle in, and I think it's called Benane, Benin? Yeah, probably Benin Cave. It's a headland cave on the Firth of Clyde, and it's near Ballantry in Scotland. So the cave entrance is completely blocked off and hidden at high tide, which is part of why the beans were, they owe their success over 25 years. 25 years they were doing this? Yeah, they chose the best location. How did they not get gouged or something? Did they grow vegetables? Yeah, apparently not. They're just eating nothing but pro... They must have been so lean. They're just, like, essentially on a keto diet. Well, they were apparently really huge, too. So, over the next 25 years, Agnes and Sawney produced 14 kids. Oh, fuck that. Eight sons and six daughters. No. Who, in turn, produce an estimated incestuous... Oh, no, no, Number of no. 18 grandsons and 14 granddaughters. Oh, no. So, with all these beanie babies to feed, old mate Sonny and Agnes get really creative. They, they begin to hunt, shall we say, more frequently. And then oh. they, they begin pickling and preserving their leftovers. Pickling? Uh-huh. Apparently. Like when you go into the yep. southern states and you find jars of pig's feet. Yes, basically. Pretty much. That's that's exactly. Yes. When you go to those, you know, we, on the highway you'd stop in the truck stops and they would have the big jars of the pig's feet thingies. Yeah, yep. that's yep. kind of. Super yeah, the beanie babies invented that apparently. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know if they invented it, but they, they developed a method of doing it. I my first trip into a pickly wiggly and there were yep. pickled pig's feet and I was just mortified. Oh God, you should have been with me. <laughs> I went shopping in an HEB store in Texas and it was right around Christmas time and a big thing that they do there is I guess it's tamale making yeah. of local families. Well, I and I didn't know this at the time one of the ingredients. I was shopping in the frozen meat section and I lifted something up and there is a frozen hog's head in the frozen meat section. I mean, there's just, just in this big plastic. <laughs> Thank God it was early enough in the morning. Not everybody and their brother was in there. But I mean, I dropped what I had in my hand and went, oh, fuck. <laughs> and the guy, one of the guys stalking turned around and said, what, what, what? And I was like, wait, Amy, <laughs> there's a pig's head in your he was like yeah there's a bunch of them what and I was like just never mind he's you're not from here are you and I was like no how could you tell what gave it away away?" so then later on I found out that apparently when they they have the tamale make they they boil that down and use it in the process I didn't know I I don't know but yes so yeah it's kind of like you with the pig's feet yeah it was um, it It, did not but then, I, but then I took a picture of it and sent it to your grandmother. <laughs> she would have known exactly what it was well, for. I, no, she didn't. She's never had tamales, but yeah. No, but she... No, 
<laughs> not a clue. But no. I just sent it to her and said, look what I found in the frozen food section. She says, what did she say? She called me later that day and went, why? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, but I intend to find out. So when I worked up the road here, uh-huh. um, two of the teachers went had like a little bit of a prank mm-hmm. thing going against each other. And then one of them teamed up with another one. They went to a butcher, bought a pig's head, waited till the third teacher was having a big night out. Oh, no. Spoke to his flatmates got into his room and put a oh. pig's head in his bed like the godfather oh no no <laughs> just no, waited no 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 <laughs> just a big steaming pile of nope uh-uh. <laughs> i would have to kill somebody for that that would just that that requires being done in wow Oof. oh so anyway now that we've gone off on that tangent um, <laughs> so they they're preserving their so leftovers, they're right? They're they're pickling and preserving their leftovers, the bits they couldn't eat or save for later. They apparently tossed into the sea, so when the remains washed I feel up, like there's an interior decorating opportunity that was really <laughs> lost there. Well, I don't know. It's when the remains washed up, it looked like animal attacks. So they they were, you know. so <laughs> their beans. And their babies are credited with more than a thousand and possibly less than 2,500, somewhere between a thousand and 2,500 disappearances and deaths over 25 years. Oh my God. And apparently were only discovered after a late night pantry raid on a nearby (laughs) road was scuppered when they, they thought they were getting a small snack of just a couple coming home from a local fair, but in the midst of their snack preparations a larger group came upon them and they had to run and retreat to the cave so and they followed them the attack was duly reported <laughs> and the hunt for the beanie babies began oh my god 400 men possibly and bloodhounds were employed and finally the cave was found with the hanging curing meat oh gross imagine finding that yeah piles of clothing watches rings and heaps of bones now there are several versions of the capture one that they went just kind of lumberingly went quietly off to be marched off to receive their judgment um or the other one is that they put up a little bit of a fight and then went off to be judged i like that one yeah Oh. Just because I like to think it was more dramatic. Yeah, really. (coughs) But the judgment, uh, which unusually in the Scottish system of justice, which was one of the first and truly tried to be equitable, I believe, um, it was swift this time. No trial, as the crimes were considered so heinous that the criminals didn't deserve the normal judicial proceedings. Yeah, I mean, they just basically hauled them into town and said, uh, yeah, no, you're guilty, you're We're dying. String you yeah, up. you're done. That you're out of here. So obviously they strung them up. So they were all summarily sentenced to death. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. 27 of the men had their arms and legs cut off and were left to bleed to death Jesus. slowly while the women watched because they figured do unto them as they had done unto God only knows how many others. Uh, the women. I wonder if there were any people there with cups. I, you know, I, I, when you were telling me this, I was thinking, you know, I wonder. Uh, the women were then all hauled off and burned in this ginormous big bonfire. Oh, fun. 
Yeah. Gross. So they roasted the women and <laughs> they bled out the men. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that, and it's apparently told as a, just a freaky story to scare kids. It's a, you know, so true story. Like a bedtime story. Yeah, just really, in, in a horrible way. I imagine or, that people tell their kids, like, like Dad used to tell the story of Machete, machete Man. Yes, exactly. Only it's the Sawny Beans. The Sawny Beans will be in your closet waiting for you. Exactly. Be careful. But, I mean, it's so possibly or just a horrible legend used to vilify the Scots by people south of the border. I think it's probably a mixture of both. If there's records of there being executions of them, they, they probably did a little bit. But then, because the English liked to fall back on villa, villainizing? Vilifying. <laughs> vilifying. Thank you, I haven't had mm. enough coffee. Villainizing, God. I do know words. You're wording pretty well. I'm wording. I said transubstantiation without getting tongue-tied, so there's I'm impressed, that. yes. But, no, the English liked to fall back on vilifying. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. Um, anybody that they weren't terribly fond of, like mm -hmm. the French, they used to frequently portray them as cannibals. Well, and, and hangus. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was what a French sailor looked like, who knew? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but no, I mean, that that's the thing. So I, mean, I think it's... it was probably a mixture. Like, probably they robbed some people, probably killed some people. Maybe they lived in a cave, but probably not. They probably lived near a cave. But it's the eating of the people thing that I, I just... I tend to think that's probably in English. Well, but, you know, they say that, the, you know, that, the, that the Picts may have had some cannibal tendencies so that's true maybe I, they did I, I don't know I'm gonna choose to believe it because it's the holidays yes exactly <laughs> and, and and you know if, if you're not already freaked out enough you just need something else in your little brain housing group to keep you up at night so everything we said definitely happened and is 1000% fact oh absolutely and so you should be and afraid you should <laughs> not google to fact check any of it god no why would you do that that takes all the fun out of it jeez don't don't do that. <laughs> I, our version of events are so way more entertaining than reality. I know. I just I really like our version. Uh oh. Okay. Even the the backup coffee's dead now. Oh shit. Okay, I just that's... drank my last drink of coffee yeah. as well. Don't. Huh? Jesus. I can't edit that out. I know. I'm trying. Not I'm to sorry try for not everyone's to, ears. Trying not to kill it. <laughs> um. I guess that's us. That's us. Do we have anything? I don't think. Do we have anything? I don't, I've got nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Oh. Um, if you liked us, you can find us on... Stitcher. Spotify. iTunes. Google Podcasts. Or Podbean. And please do rate and review us. Um, it really is the best way to help us get out there or if you want us out there I don't know why <laughs> it could be but it is, it is really helpful <laughs> I really really appreciate every rate and review that's nice um, <laughs> nice I is good clarify that nice yes. I can't handle I don't have a thick enough skin <laughs> it's because you've been seasoned too long <laughs> it's because I've been seasoned <laughs> Wouldn't you, that make your skin tougher? Yeah. You, well, yeah. No, I haven't been seasoned oh, so long you, enough. Oh, so you need to be, yeah, you need to be. Probably need to be left out for a day and night. Another day or two. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll get there eventually, guys. Oh, God. Um, 
If you want, you can email your rage about my mother's bias against redheads. I'm not or biased. potential topics, <laughs> or um, if you want to tell me how benevolent and pretty I am on... <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened, pod at gmail.com. There you go. You can also find us on Instagram at... Yeah, that happened, pod. Twitter at... YTH podcast. Facebook at... Yeah, that happened. Yeah, boy, we or did it. We did it. And of course, it may not have really happened, but okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it happened. It happened. It's for realsies. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that happened. <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, also, um, yeah, celebrate our birthday month with us. Yeah, we need to begin the festivities here in yes. a little bit. Yes, okay. Well, yeah. thanks for listening to All, all the, the Worthless, worthless shit, shit We Know. know. Bye. Bye.